Hi, listeners. This is Colette. Lee and I and LTFC Podcast would like to invite you to the Ways We Are Your Support, Inc.'s third annual Finding Ways fundraiser. This year, join us for Casino Night. We will be enjoying the sounds of DJ Ray and DJ Stefan as we eat, drink, play, and raise money for the local cancer community. Tickets are $50 in advance at ways.givesmart.com. Again, that is ways.givesmart.com. With your ticket purchase, it'll include $500 in casino cash, one drink ticket, and one ticket to our food truck. Our virtual auction begins September 12th and will conclude at the event on September 16th at 8 p.m. There will also be opportunities to purchase Way swag, win really great wine, and other wonderful prizes that have been generously donated. We cannot wait to see you there. Grief and Remembrance series is based on the Egyptian belief that you die twice, once when you take your final breath, and then again the last time someone says your name. On today's episode, we will be discussing grief and loss with the emphasis on saying their name in remembrance. We would like to place a trigger warning for those of you who may be sensitive to discussions of loss from cancer, as this episode will be dedicated to the ones we have lost. The American Cancer Society reported that 609,360 people lost their lives to cancer in 2022. That's close to 1,670 people a day. As we strive forward to find a cure, manage the newly diagnosed, and better manage patients living with cancer, we don't want to forget the ones that we have lost to this horrible disease. One common thing in this crazy world is that we've all been touched in one way or another by cancer. And we can all agree we need to continue to say the names of those that have been lost. I'll begin today with a few of our own, but please share the stories of your loved ones by submitting their stories to podcast at weareyoursupport.com. Once I was diagnosed with cancer, a few months in, I conjured up the courage to go to my first support group. That was hard. I definitely, as I spoke of in our introduction in its Spotlight series, I definitely was hesitant to go. I was very, I just got this. I don't need any help. So I finally realized I definitely need, need some help. I need some guidance. I need some support sisters. So I went to um, the Cancer Cares Sacramento support group, which was from my friend Jennifer from Wigs RU in Roseville. And she was hosting her and another woman named Denise were hosting this amazing support group. They were just everything to me. I can't tell you guys the connection they they helped me form with my baby. After having a baby, having cancer, not being able to connect with her because I was in treatment all that time. I went to the support group. I cried. I told them how sad I was about that. And they really just took me in. They hugged me. They told me all the good things that I needed to know at the time. And um, these became my cancer sisters. They were, this is my family. 
And one of the first people I met was Gail. Her name was Gail. She was the most beautiful light. This woman was just so shining. Everything she did was bright and beautiful and brought sunlight into your room. And as we got to know each other, she had gone through her first diagnosis of cancer and everything seemed pretty good. And we were going through the kind of standard treatments and we were kind of phasing out of our treatments, but Gail was having a remission. She was already back, or not remission, she was having a reoccurrence. She was back having a reoccurrence before we could even get our feet under underneath of us from our own journeys, and we were shocked that she was having to deal with this again. It was heartbreaking. Gail was, she was a teacher. She loved children. Oh my gosh, my, all my girls, all five of them just loved her dearly, and my little ones would draw her pictures, and she had her students, she had a big wall of love, she said, in her apartment. And it was all the pictures her students and my kids and everyone drew her. And she was just the most shining light that I could ever, ever wish for in my life. And I hated cancer for being what brought us together. But I thank it for bringing her into my life and unfortunately then taking her from me. And she was an amazing mother to her amazing son named Drew. He is a huge supporter of ours to this day. We were by their side as they went through her last days and we keep in touch with Drew now. And um, Gail was just an amazing mother, teacher, friend, family member. She was just the most bright light you could ever wish in her in your life. And that's my friend Gail. And I want to say her name over and over and over again because she deserves that remembrance. She deserves all the love in the world. And I just hope that she's up there proud of us for doing what we're doing today because she supported me to her very end. And that's my friend Gail. Well, I'm thankful for Gail because she brought us to this Yeah, to this where place. we are today. Yeah. 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 So... My remembrance today is my grandmother, Mary Ann. Um, my mom had me when she was very young, and my grandmother was always a constant in my life. Nice. Um, being born to a young mother, my grandmother always... I never knew right. that... I didn't grow up in a two-parent household. Right. My grandma was my second parent. Um, she just, oh my gosh, all the things she taught me. Life is short, eat dessert first. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, oh, she loved shiny things. Oh God, we would <laughs> shop <y'all>. together. <laughs> oh, I loved going shopping with her because we just, oh God, if it was big and blingy we loved I mean we were like I love that we're like squirrels like (laughs) drawn to a shiny object um she was also a teacher she was she was a teacher she raised her three children as a single parent um and she had a lot of she was had a lot of challenges um being her granddaughter was definitely a different experience than being Mm -hmm. her child Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I really think that I got to see the best in her. And she showed me a side of her that not everyone else got to see. Right. And so when I lost her to stage four endometrial cancer, after years and years of her 
saying to doctors, something's not right. Right. Um, this might be kind of graphic. So if you want to fast forward um, 30 sure, seconds, wanting. yeah, go ahead. Um, in, in her 60s, you know, having not had a period in years, all right. of a sudden she started oh, bleeding again. Wow. And instead of taking that seriously, they, blew it they off. just blew it off. You know, you're, you're overweight. Lose weight, exercise. Oh, they just no. always told her, lose weight, exercise, lose weight, exercise. And so by the time that the cancer was discovered, mm-hmm. it was so far gone. Oh, I'm But sorry. I got to spend her last days um, by the ocean. Oh. oh, God, that woman taught oh. me. Like, I love Fort Bragg. Yeah. And Mendocino. Mm-hmm. That holds such a place in my heart because I would always go there with my grandma and my great-grandmother. And that just, there's a, I'm drawn to the ocean because of her and because of her love of that. Um, And so just, I got to spend her last days with her by the ocean. Um, She was very comfortable. Hospice came in. And now actually because of the experience we had with my grandmother and hospice, my mom volunteers with hospice. Oh, that's fantastic. Because of how they came in and they just made those final days as hard as they were and as heartbreaking as they were we were all there was just a lot of love and comfort and just nothing else mattered than just being there and being with her and that was my grandma Marianne I love it Grandma Grandma Marianne have you ever heard of a death doula Yes, you have. I almost thought of like, maybe I should look into that. Okay, so I, when we started Waze, we realized that not only were there birth doulas, but there are death doulas. And it's a very interesting concept to me. Very, very interesting. It's something that we're at at Waze are looking at incorporating into our company. So my dad is, um, or what, I'm sorry, my dad was a minister. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he really enjoyed about that, and I know it sounds like dark and morbid, but... He has a very comforting presence for people that are passing. And people Sometimes. that would know they were passing would want my dad to just yeah. be there and just be with them. Sometimes that's and what it you doesn't need. freak him out. He's very comfortable oh, with it. That's awesome. And he's a great person to just go sit and right. be with them as they just enter that next realm. Right. Whatever that is. That transition. Yeah. Mm. Can't wait to see what it is. I know, right? One of these days. <laughs> Gosh, so my next remembrance in our last one for today is Rick Kosek. He is a friend of mine's husband who was just the most amazing, funny, fun guy. He put up with all of our shenanigans. Um, Sandy and I met at that cancer support group, and she had triple negative breast cancer as well as I. She started treatment one week before me, and um, we went through our journey, and we had this whole long battle with our our issues and stuff, and here we are, and Rick ends up with lung cancer. And so he goes into the doctors, and they tell him that it's a great prognosis, everything looks good, you have, you know, we're just going to take care of this, you'll be on your way. And he had complications with surgery. And he passed. And it was the most devastating thing for my friend and for me as a friend to watch someone go through. I can't say that I felt 
that pain that she went through, but watching her and her beautiful children and their grandbabies, it was the most heartbreaking thing because Rick was just the coolest guy, the nicest guy. He literally just, we drug him to every ways function. He had to volunteer with that, with, you know, us. He was very happy to do so, too. He was. He was very involved, he was and he loved being involved. involved. Yeah. And Sandy brought him to all of our, our events and the fundraisers and all the things, and he just put up with us, and he loved us, and he gave us all the support that we needed. And then it was hard because in his time, I felt like we couldn't be what he was to us. And I know that we gave him the love and support. And I know that, you know, his family gave him the love and support, but it was just such a different journey than what we had gone through and what we expected that when we lost Rick, it was just, wow. Like it really isn't, and nothing's given. I think it's just a reminder of how random yeah. this disease can be. It doesn't have to be the cancer diagnosis. Yeah. It could be a surgery. It could be a random bad cold that turns into pneumonia that weakens your immune. You know, it just... But we have to keep up the hope and we have to keep on going. And with stories like this, we just... We owe them the love and respect to say their name. And that was Rick, our friend Rick. Thank you for joining us today as we remember Gail, Marianne, and Rick. I know today's episode could be heavy and extremely close to the heart, and it is done with the utmost respect and love to continue to remember those we have lost to this horrible disease. So thank you for listening. We are your support. Thank you for talking cancer. Please remember to follow us at LTFC underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram and watch us on YouTube and TikTok at the same handle LTFC underscore podcast.